Welcome back to the Abundant Culture Podcast, where business owners like you come to learn how to grow the valuation of their companies so they can sell in the future. On this show, you'll learn how to sell for top dollar and invest in profitable businesses around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Jazz and Joe. To Abundant Culture Podcast. This week, Joe and I want to talk to you about our tech stack. And I'll just tell you what a tech stack is because I actually just learned about it a couple weeks ago. I was on the phone with uh, some company for something that we can talk about later in this episode. And they were like, yeah, so what does your tech stack look like? And I said, what is a tech stack? <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out, well, I tried to figure out what it was before I asked what it was, but I really couldn't figure it out. So anyways, a tech stack is basically what your the all the technologies in place that your business is prized of, everything that you use that is technology. So for example, with I was talking to that company for our coffee shops and like for our coffee shops, the, the tech stack that we have there is Square and Tap Mango. So in this episode, we'll get more into specifically what we use and how we use it for the best business practices. Yeah. So what I do want to mention when it comes to a tech stack is why it's important because I think it's one of the last it's one of the last components of business that I've come to care about. Like I've cared about every other aspect of business except the tech stack until very recently. And I think the reason it's very important is because technology streamlines um a lot of different components of your business. And when I say that is is not only makes the process quicker and easier for you, but it does that for your customers as well. And I think that's even the most important part because I think, you know, as a small business owner, your um well, your business's job is to serve as many customers as possible to the best of its ability, basically. And the person who's utilizing tech better has a better chance of doing that than somebody who is not really utilizing tech. And a lot of people, you know, they get concerned about the idea that, you know, tech um, eliminates a lot of jobs and labor that somebody else could be taken advantage of. And that's only partially true. So yes, it does eliminate those jobs. It does eliminate those opportunities for people. But usually it creates more opportunity for people to do other things outside of that. So for example, um, should we use the coffee shop example? Sure. Or, uh, for example, one of the things that we wanted to do was get a kind of like an AI powered kiosk up at the front where basically uh, customers can pretty much input their own order and, you know, input their own, you know, pay on their own, all without needing the help of a human being. And a lot of people would think like, well, that eliminates a barista. In our case, it actually doesn't. It That same barista is going to be able to make more drinks because she doesn't have to take cash or take orders anymore. Uh, so and it's actually going to... he or she can also talk to the customers more, like have an actual conversation outside of, oh, can I get you anything else? <laughs> exactly. 
right um so so we were actually looking at adding that and then adding a barista which is it technically created a job if you think about it yeah it took away that specific job but it opened up the possibilities for other roles to be fulfilled within the business so i think uh, a company that hasn't really been doing a great job with that is walmart i will say it right here and right now i do not care for walmart yeah. I go there if I specifically need something and I'm close enough and there's nothing else around, but I will go out of my way. I will go to Meyer. I will go to Target, anywhere else, a small business, whatever, before I go to Walmart because for, for whatever reason, they always have terrible customer service. And what I've seen recently, we were just in there the other day, is they eliminated so many cash registers. And his grandma was actually just talking about this with us too because she was saying, that people like the older people they would just get up and walk out of the store with a cart full of groceries because there's not an actual cashier person to take their their order and, and bag it and stuff like that and walmart basically they don't have any cashiers and if they do it'll be like one lane open and then the people that are standing around the the kiosk because they they put in maybe like at least 20 kiosks the people that do stand around there, they just be talking and talking with their friends or not doing their job is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, that that is a bad example of technology and phasing out jobs. Yeah. I think there's a balance that you can strike between the right amount of tech and automation and the right amount of human interaction. Because... I don't think there will ever come a time where you just don't want to interact with the person at all when it comes to a transaction. For example, if I buy something online, you know, I'm probably not interacting with anybody to make that purchase. But if I have a problem and that problem is nuanced and it's fairly unique or whatever the case may be, I don't want to talk to some robot or some automation. Like I, I when forgot- you call the bank and then you... It takes forever just to talk to somebody. Yeah. And, and it, or it's or asking me questions company. that, you know, doesn't necessarily apply. So I think in your business, you always need to make sure that you you are automating the things that should be automated because some things just should be automated. Like when I heard about the kiosk, I was like, why have we even been taking orders? This makes no sense at all. And because So you didn't even bring up the coolest part about that. Is the kiosk actually reads the person's face because it's a, a webcam in it so that when you walk up to the kiosk you don't even have to put anything in it just recognizes your face recognizes the order and then it makes recommendations based on you know you or the weather that day it mm-hmm. was awesome yeah and that's it's like yes a person can do that but a person doesn't have to do that and a person's labor will probably be of better use somewhere else for example i believe and this is just my uh, my personal opinion and it's pretty subjective but I believe that I would rather pay somebody however much money per hour let's say it's it's ten dollars an hour I would rather pay somebody ten dollars an hour just to talk to customers all day long than to pay that same person to take orders and take money because I believe the value that you're getting off of that person going around to every single table every single customer and having a conversation 
it creates more value for the company than somebody that is taking an order. It's being it robotic. Up. Yeah, it's 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 a robotic and it's a it's a very repetitive task. And if the task is very uh, repetitive and doesn't require a lot of nuance, and let's be honest, taking an order doesn't require too much nuance. When you add up in upselling, it might require a little bit, but for the most part, it doesn't require much nuance. Like it takes hardly any brain power to do it once you know how to input the orders. And then you know you take the money and you give change and one a lot of times you might not be taking money anyway because a lot yeah a lot of transactions happen on debit or credit and then the times you are taking actual money there's machines that know how to give you the correct change back anyway so i think you know that's a not to you know down anybody but it's one of those skills that if a person doesn't have to do it a person shouldn't do it and that same person who was doing that trained them to do something else that is a better value for the company because even if you're paying that person and, and the way I think about it is you know depending on the type of person that you're talking about they may be better suited to talking to customers than they are at taking orders and taking money all, all day yeah. so they one they may like it more two they you might not necessarily have to pay them more for it because it requires I guess the the same skill level, at least. If you own a small business and you might be looking to sell, you could run into some major issues. Forbes estimates that nine out of 10 businesses listed never actually sell. Why? Because there's only one way to sell. You need to do these four steps first. So if you want to be a part of the 10% of businesses that sell for profits, we've created a free checklist for you so you can sell without those hurdles that normally hold you back. Download the free checklist by visiting www.abundantculture.co forward slash checklist. And three, you're getting more value off of it. I mean, the customer's happy. You're happy as the business owner. Employee's happy because they don't have to do that really repetitive task anymore. And I think you should just leverage technology as much as possible because here's the thing. Somebody is going to leverage it. That person's if it's not you, then you're gone. Yeah, and probably your competitors are going to leverage it. And if that allows them to serve their customers better, what's going to happen to your business eventually? It's not going to be around. So I also wanted to get into the different kinds of technologies that we use in the business too. So I already told you what we use for the coffee shops. We use Square and we're kind of researching other other uh, POS systems and loyalty systems. And we also use Tap Mango as the loyalty system. But I've been hearing good things about Toast. So I really want to try them out. Yeah. And I actually have a demo schedule with them for the end of the week. So if we do decide to go with toast i will let you know how that goes and then what else do we use with coffee cabin um uh tap mango i just said tap mango oh, and we use canva you know for design we use upwork for our marketing person yeah. we use google drive we use google drive literally with everything i love yeah. google drive so so much it is so easy because you can just comment on there you can share things you can have slides in there you can have uh, word documents you can have excel files you can it's a great place for storage and to add extra storage it doesn't cost much more you can have it for a whole organization or just for yourself it's so easy so if you're not using google drive then hopefully you're using something else maybe like dropbox or something but google drive is it 
So I would recommend that. And we, for our emails, we use MailChimp with the coffee shops for now, but for Abundant Culture, we use Active Campaign. And I really like Active Campaign. We, there were like a lot of deals when we signed up. What else? We have like personal um, people to help us yep. like work through it. They even transfer your stuff from another email provider what, with whatever package you go with. Yeah, so, which is genius. Right. If you think about it. And their customer service is pretty great. I'm a stickler on customer service. So It's kind of crazy that MailChimp has better customer service than Facebook. You mean Active Campaign? Both of them probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get into Facebook right now. That's another conversation. But, um... Oh, we also use Calendly for a calendar. So if you ever want to schedule a call with us, you can just go right into there. We use Calendly for like podcasts, for investor calls, for uh, regular connection calls. It's pretty great. And I will say a couple years ago, I really, really, really did not want to do it. Joe was saying we should get a virtual calendar because we were missing appointments sometimes. Or I, I love handwriting. So I would have my little calendar notebook but it wouldn't be around sometimes so then I wouldn't be able to put it in and then I finally adopted the calendar and I'm absolutely in love with it yeah so great suggestion took a couple years but we're we're there it took years mama we made it and probably uh dozens of missed appointments and rescheduling and argument and arguments because somebody just doesn't like change yeah i don't but (laughs) we were just talking about change and the the risk episode a couple well yeah a couple of weeks ago if you haven't watched that go go watch it listen to it now but yeah i am pretty resistant to change and i do not care for technology because i'm one of those people where i'm like i don't want it to be like i robot but the more i'm in business the more that i see it is so useful like that ai powered uh menu board and kiosk idea is brilliant yeah brilliant and there's like so many different other kinds of different technologies that you wouldn't even know that you can do but all you have to do is ask ask somebody what they're using how they use it uh type it into google go on youtube whatever if you have a like the slightest idea that it can be automated or used with technology then look it up because it probably can be so do you have anything else to add um no all right we are wrapping it up with our tech stack episode i hope this helps you in your business and even in your personal life because it works there too so thank you have a great weekend and we'll see you next week if you don't diversify your investment portfolio you could end up losing it all but most business owners don't know how to diversify to mitigate those risks that's why we created this resource for you This passive investing guide is a must-have if you're planning to invest in businesses. Don't hesitate. If you have more than 25 grand liquid, then you can't afford not to take advantage of this resource. Download the four reasons why in 2021 you need small businesses in your portfolio now by going to www.abundantculture.co forward slash guide. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Culture Podcast with Jazz and Joe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave an honest rating and review. And remember, we're ready to buy your business. So if you're ready to sell or passively invest in other small businesses, 
Go to AbundantCulture.co for more information. We publish episodes every Friday, so we'll see you next week.